dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. So welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Um, I'm a little loud there, aren't I? Yeah. Let's say. Turn that down just a touch. Are you getting me? I am. I'm getting you plenty fine. All right. Perfect. Let's say. So, as we were saying, welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Um, Nick, we've had some interesting episodes as of late. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the interestingness of our episodes before we get to drinking, or do we want to talk drinking first? Because that's why we're here. So, drinking seems like the more important one to I, me right now. I agree. So I have fun stuff tonight. Yeah. Uh, can I see that one can I handed to you? Oh, of course you can. So I'm starting off. Uh, Mike bought these. We watched some football this weekend together, mm-hmm. and I had not tried this while he was there. It is from Farmhouse Cider Company. Brunch, cinnamon and maple hard cider. I'm actually going to be going there Are you? Uh, either tomorrow, Friday, or Saturday. I haven't decided. They actually just posted their list of what food trucks are going to be there. Nice. Um, I actually I really enjoy it there um, on a nice fall day. Well, they're very local uh, to us. Yeah, it's it's it. I mean, it's weird because where it's located to me, it still feels like it's out of town, but it's right. like ten minutes away. Because you go there and it's literally a farmhouse, right? I mean, it's kind of fun. Um, you take a little dirt road to get there. And uh, so to me, it's really, really an awesome little time. Have you have you never been there? I have not. Oh man, you got you got to go sometime. I'm I'm gonna have to. I I agree. Yeah. Um, after I'm done with that, I'm gonna have one of my favorites from Pigeon Hill. Yep. It's a salted caramel porter. You know, I'm a big porter fan. Yeah. This is one of my favorites. And when I finish that, I'm gonna go with a triple jam from Blake's, which is also very delicious. And when I'm done with those, I got a couple non-alcoholics I can enjoy if I I still need something to wet my whistle. There you go. Yep. What do you have, my friend? Oh man, I uh, you could see it in my screen. I, I just, can. I have a giant list of. Look, I took one Bud Light away. I made another. I took one Bud Light away. I made another. Did I Did took, they have babies? I took one Bud. I just I have a few Bud Lights. All right. And uh, you know, it's like because nobody sponsored us and. Uh, you know, it's just a cheap something to drink and gets gets me by through the episode. So. so we're at work the other day. Yeah. And somehow we were talking about beer and one of the girls downstairs goes, you have beer upstairs. I'm like, no, I don't. We're out. No, I saw it. I saw Bud Light. And one of the other girls goes, that's not beer. That's piss water. And I went, I knew we were friends for a reason. Yeah, say, I, um, <laughs> well, you know, don't touch my piss water. Okay? I, I will so, not, my friend. It is safe with us. That's, I say. that's why I. This is the thing. I buy certain things so that way people don't touch my shit. That's why I used to drink PBR because nobody would do it. Now it's you're right. I don't know if it's still a hipster thing because I think they're just going to other shit. But yeah, really, um, I wouldn't be surprised if I start seeing everybody drink Coors Banquet here in a minute. Right. Just because because of uh, um, Karate Kid. Yeah. uh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. There you go. Yeah. Um, And because I mean, I drink Coors Banquet, but it's always got to be from the glass jar, just like, you know, just like on there. And to me, that's what's up. Yeah. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, a former guest that we've had that we'll have on again at some point. Um, yeah. Gavin Willard from Tardy's Collector's Corner. Him and Deanna own the uh, the best comic and toy store in town. 
and they're going to be featured on a TV episode here that's going to drop on Black Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. So I had said, where's the watch party? And they're like, that sounds like a great idea. And I think it's kind of on me to set it up now for some reason. Huh. On Black Friday? On Black Friday. Hey, no, thanks. I'm, I'm going to be shopping. Well, that's I mean, we'll have to do it after the business closes. So. Oh, It'll go. be at night. Let's say, yeah. Um, get your uh, projector out and call it a day. Hell yeah. So big congrats to them for, you know, getting on TV. Looks like you made it. Um, So we had a different episode last week I, I went to jim and wendy's before i came here and i was talking to them and i said yeah last week's episode was a little heavy we uh we talked about all the things that are pissing us off and wendy goes how is that different from every other show and i went well this one was actually a little different it wasn't it was intended yeah it was intentional this is right now pissing us off yes. because it was more about our mental health and, yeah. and how badly we just need a break yeah and we kind of just need to reset and you know, it, it, we went on for three hours and I, I, I found it somewhat helpful. And afterwards, you know, Mike was probably doing the best out of all of us. And then his shit went sideways. Oh, really? Oh boy. So I'm not going to get too much into specifics, but he was planning on coming up on Saturday and his dad was having some issues Yep. and he called to say, yeah, probably not going to make it. And then he ended up making it anyways. But, you know, when we're off air, I'll, I'll kind of fill you in on what yeah. happened there. Uh, but yeah, he had, a, he had a rough weekend and, uh, you know, everybody's okay, but still a rough weekend. So I get it, man. we're still trying, you know, to work through all of our myriad of issues and, you know, um, promoting mental health because, you know, as, as we stated last week, it's not always at the forefront of people's mind when it comes to men. Uh, yeah. I see. Um, sorry. I no. Go ahead. So while you're looking, um, we've had some new listeners in Cambodia. Cambodia. So I thought that was kind of neat. Um, Joshua, who uh we talked to on TikTok because he became a a big fan. Yeah, I see. I told him I was going to send him a little bit more swag because he loves it, and we just got new stickers. We did. That say what, Nick? pesos and cervezas which as i mentioned earlier it will be our first official episode coming up in a couple weeks here while we're on the boat because we're taking a cruise together i'm on a boat and it's going fast and um so that's gonna be fun uh i don't know i you know we we have a lot of good episodes coming up um one thing next week we will be interviewing a food truck owner and he was you know wondering so i i gave him an idea of what to look for yeah so i'm really looking forward to that ex episode we're gonna have a lot of good questions for him yeah say and you know it's fun because you and i and, and to be honest mo not all of our guests listen to us before they come on which yes. is completely fine yeah but when we tell people hey we don't just ask generic questions right one of our good friends right <laughs> on tiktok he, he goes god that was such a good podcast because you guys actually ask questions like you care. Well, that would have been, Very, I believe, Adam from, uh, yeah, say, uh, you know, versus the just, tent guy on yeah, YouTube. The, yeah, I say versus the whole uh, no it, side hustles, right? Um, yeah, he does real world side hustles on TikTok, and yep. he's the tent guy on YouTube. Oh, YouTube, yep. yep, yep. 
And, you know, he's like, look, everybody just asks these generic questions and they run through this list and it's just bored. And, you know, we're we're not those people, right? <laughs> like we <laughs> we will prep and have questions to ask. 100%. And 90 percent of the time we don't get to those questions because we get off on some tangent where we've asked three questions that we didn't write down. And now we need to know about that. Yep. And and I mean, dude, we did it with the coins, right? I'm we sitting did. here literally just with like a list and it just kept growing. <laughs> Feverishly writing things yes. down and we hit like 10 percent. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you know, I say we got to have people. And that's why we have returning guests because, right, if we're thinking it, that means there's somebody out there that possibly thought it too. Well, and pretty much we, we've told most of the people we've talked to, hey, can we have you on again? So we had Millennial Money Witch on, and then, like, we want to have you on again. Um, and I got to get a hold of Jesse. I'd like to have her on again, see yeah. how things are going. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Betty's Pages on a couple times. Yeah. You know, Break Room Therapy's been on a couple times. Um, we talked to Adam, and Adam was willing to come back. Yeah. To talk more side hustles and, and, and stuff. I'd like to, I'd love to get Adam on here. I don't know. I haven't decided if I'm going to get him on before he, he so and we're not going to spoil it, but like Adam's working on something big for himself. He right? is. And so it's like, all right, do I want to have him on before he releases this big thing as a big promotional push or, or after, right? Like, right. and I think, I don't know, Deering's kind of fun for me. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, um, I love following him. I'm thinking about buying fucking chairs because even, yeah. even today I was woke up this morning and it was like, Hey, looking for chairs to rent for something. And I was like, dude, I'm about to just go buy these fucking chairs. Well, and you and I both know that, you know, your job's significantly changing. Yeah. We, we don't necessarily what to may know what decision you've made. I mean, we know, but we don't know. Right. <clears throat> and you know, we talked off air last week about why don't you become a signing agent? Cause you know, I'm, I'm basically going to do that. Yep. And super easy to get your notary. I mean, it costs you a little bit of money. You know, you pay for a bond and attest that you're, you know, you won't lie. Right. Um, So, oh man, you want to talk about that real quick? Sure. Let's go for fun um, about the not lying thing. So, um, as some of you know, I am in real estate, right? So I I go to court for real estate things. Um, I'm not, you know, as much as we do this, I'm not great with, being uh in in zoom and having people ask questions and do stuff like um so i i was in court i was in court and they had it was my first ever zoom hearing okay right? so it's not me standing in front of the judge saying I, I do things i screw up on a lot i don't say your honor all the time i'm a very laid back person i say sir yeah. quite often yeah. yes sir yes sir any okay sir and uh Right. So people go, Hey, Nick, why do you dress like this? Right. And sure. I, I threw a collared shirt on, but I still went in sandals and shorts. Yeah. Okay. It's because the judge is going to look at me and go, you know, he's not a fucking lawyer. He's not this rich yeah. pompous guy. He's like, look, he's here just doing this uh, anyway. So, all right. Uh, let's call it two months ago, a month ago, whatever it is. I'm, I'm on my first trial th- or first, um, hearing for this and, uh, late, you know, the tenant says something, stuff like that the magistrate says hey is this what it says and i was like no i mean and he goes look you just read word for word on what this is and i was like yep but that's not got anything to do with what the damage that's not why we're here right and uh he's like so you just lied if you were here it'd be perjury and you perjured yourself and i'm done with this and i was like oh buddy like you've already i've already asked you a thousand times to repeat yourself i've already done whatever like this is a very frustrating thing for me right um and so then Today we go to court, right? And it's of course I'm in person. <clears throat> and here I am. I'm like, all right, talking to the judge. Judge seems to be a decent person, yeah. right? And he's like, all right. And he's Can like, I ask which court? 
I was in Muskegon. Okay. Yep. 60th district. Okay. Um, and the judge is like, all right. And so I, ta- I, I start my thing. I say my stuff. I, I go, Hey, and this time I got to go, Hey, I have, I have my, my photos evidence. Right. And he's like, Oh, I'll take a look at that. Right. The magistrate never even looked at my shit, like for damages. I was like, okay, you're going to make a decision based off of not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like this is not how America should be run. Like, and so they're like, if you don't like it, you can appeal. I had my appeal in within three minutes of being off uh, line. It was yep. just because F that. Like, and I told my wife today, I said, if I get there and I have a judge that's like that, like, I'm going to end up in contempt and have to get bailed out because that's no, like, right. I, yep. I, I don't deserve that. The, if it was on the other side, I wouldn't lo- I wouldn't want a tenant not to be able to give their side of things, right? Like if you come prepared, don't and especially if you could see that and hear that I'm having trouble hearing you, understanding you. Because again, standing in front of the judge today, okay, yep. All right. Oh, and he's like, Hey, these aren't really in order. Could you help me tell me what some of these are? You bet. So now like I've learned. Anyway, long story short, they couldn't get the tenant to work this time on the uh zoom mm-hmm. so after 40 50 minutes of trying and doing whatever i now have to wait another six weeks to have another court date <laughs> i'm like jesus man what a waste of time yeah this is uh it's so right i mean just months and months of shit so that's what the whole lying and perjury of yeah. myself so yeah somebody somebody threatened and i'm like of honest people in this world that's just not like dude i I literally say all the time, I tell way too much of the truth. Like, and I will tell you how it is, even if you don't want to fucking hear it. Well, and here's the problem with both me and you. Yep. We're excellent liars. <laughs> we just don't do it. We just, right. Um, We're too honest to do that shit. Right. And, and it's not stuff you want to hear, but it's just going to happen. Right. Well, and, and the worst part is we're honest to a fault. To a fault 100%. I mean, because, you know, you ask us an opinion. You better be ready for the answer. So, case in point, all the girls I've ever coached, I said, "Hey, if you want to know what I think of you, ask me." But you better be prepared for the answer. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the one year I coached with Nick, we had to have a meeting with the a girl and her parents, and I was at the point of I just I was sick of fighting with people, and I, I was like, whatever, just I don't give a shit anymore. And Nick literally sat there and goes, "So what I'm hearing you say is your kids had an attitude problem the whole year." And you've called the volleyball coach and you've called the teachers and you've called the basketball coach and she still hasn't fixed her damn attitude. And she comes here. You and she comes here and now you want to, you know, ask why we haven't called you. That's not our job. And she goes, well, I don't like the way you put that. He goes, well, I don't like your kid's attitude. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you can argue with us. That's fine. We don't mind. We Nick and I love to argue probably more than anybody I know. And, and sh- more than most people should absolutely right? but you got to be ready for whatever that fallout may be yep. because we're gonna we're gonna be honest i mean that's just the way it is yeah so um oh i did monday okay i saw somebody you really like good for them and i went down to see this person yeah with my wife and daughter and my daughter goes, yeah, I think I got to come back on and do do another episode with you and Nick because I got a whole bunch of stuff going on and I want to talk about it. And uh, she looked at this person and she goes, but if I go, you're going to have to come. 
Steve? It was Steve. Nice. He goes, I'm only coming if my drink maker is there. Because the last time I did an episode, my drink maker did not come. And my drinks were not as good. Yeah. So it seems we're going to do, sometime after the cruise, we're going to do an episode with Caitlin. Steve's going to come and she's going to make drinks. There you go. I say that's uh, She's going to have to make drinks while talking. It's going to be great. I had my first Manhattan on, on Monday. Oh, really? I did. I'm not a whiskey guy, right? Oh, that's too bad. So I, I told... Steve, I'm like, I'll drink whatever you make me. Yep. And I said, Caitlin likes whiskey. And Dawn does not. She likes vodka. So he makes Dawn vodka and, and uh, lemonade. Okay. And he makes us a Manhattan. Sure. Caitlin hated it. Really? I didn't. What What she hate about it? Um, she just, yeah, it was just too bitter. She, she wasn't a big fan. Huh. So she switched with her mom and her mom drank, I don't know maybe a third of it because she's not a whiskey fan at all i I drink manhattan's like no other and i hate whiskey but i really enjoyed it i thought it was a good drink so i sounds like you're on to the next one i drank all of mine and i oh i hate old fashions i've had that i I don't like it but huh so you're a vermouth fan i i guess yeah so then i i finished dawn's and i kept saying to caitlin hey you want something else you want something else she's like no 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 i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine I'm like, well, I was going to get, you know, one more, but I don't want a full drink because I'm driving. Yeah. She goes, all right, I'll split something with you. So I says to Steve, I'm like, where's Coke? <laughs> so I grab a Coke and I mixed uh, Jack and Jameson in the Coke. All right. Okay. She drank the whole damn thing and was just hammered. <laughs> nice. But yeah, they're they're gonna come up for an episode, so that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'll say that'll be that'll be a good time. Here I am again losing my hat because I'm too damn hot up here. It, it is hot as balls. It's sixty four, but yeah, not I'm for hot. us. Not for us. No. So it's the internal sweats. It is. Um. So yeah, we've had we've had some good episodes lately. We had over two hundred and fifty views on YouTube with our Sarah Jeray OnlyFans episode. Yeah. Um. She had. A whole lot of interesting takes, I guess. Yeah, and it, it to me, it's it's a whole different side of things, mm-hmm. right? Um, whether it's being the guy side, whether it's being, um, you look at the money things as completely different, mm-hmm. right? And she came. One thing she did that I was very happy, especially with who we are, is the mental, um, the mental state of it, right? Like it is completely different when you look at it that way. And that was great to hear from her. Right. Well, I cut that one up and put it on TikTok because I thought that was important to hear. Sure. And I, I've had some feedback on those with people going, that that was really good. I'm glad I got to hear that. Yeah. Yep. Because at the end of the day, you know, mental health is just kind of shunned in this country, and that sucks because okay. we all have issues. You know, it's it's man up and get it done, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I still I'm still fall into that all the time. Like, right. And it's not that we don't. Yep. We totally man up and get it done, but we still feel like shit about it half the time. Yep. So, um, let's say we talked today's episode. Yeah. Inflation, man. Inflation. Um, so I had shared a TikTok with you and I mean, we've talked about it. Yeah. You haven't seen it yet. Cause I share a lot. Um, but <clears throat> we've talked a lot about inflation in the past, but the one thing I realized we never hit is how do they figure out what inflation is? Sure. So do you know, um, say it run off of numbers right it is it's um, it's basically off the cpi which is the consumer pricing index yep. and uh i what i didn't realize about inflation because i really didn't have any of this in my studies was 
inflation's a rolling 12-month number. Okay. And they do that because they don't want one abnormal month to skew anything in a positive or negative direction. Sure. So Which what, I, I, so I can't say I knew that, right? I did not either. Yeah. And and I was pretty impressed by that. That was the TikTok I watched. The okay. guy was basically talking about that. And, you know, we, we've talked about how bad inflation has been worldwide for this year. Sure. Okay. And when we're talking about this year, we're talking rolling. So, mm-hmm. you know, last November through this October now. Yep. So one of the really interesting things that I looked at was if you take where we're at from the beginning of this year, okay, inflation was high starting the year, okay? Last August, the CPI value was at 273. By the end of the year, it was at 280. So it it jumped seven points, okay? But when you look from December to January, it jumped a point, just one. When you look at February to March, we had a three-point jump. Okay, that's that's significant. Sure. Looking, you know, from February to March, that's the one I'm on, right? February to March? Yep. We're in another three-point jump. Again, very significant. But to April, a 1% jump, a little less than. And again, May, 3%. Or, sorry, I'm saying percent, I mean points. Points, yep. Yeah. The thing that I really find interesting is we got up to 295.33 as a value at the end of June. Okay. July was less. So technically inflation went down over the month of July. And it should. And when we hit August, it went up, but it went up 0.35. So a very tiny movement. Yeah. And what, that's telling me is yes inflation's high but over the last two three months we're getting better well let's say and um right so inflation is based off of consumer product versus mm-hmm. the amount of dollars that we're spending to buy it right Correct. so um prime example everybody talks about it milk right so we remember when or even eggs okay it's like milk used to be two dollars okay now you go to the store it's three dollars and 56 cents like some places for let's just say so like what my dollar used to buy even a year ago two years ago now it doesn't doesn't buy that so like that's where you get your points difference um and so you know to to combat that right um the government comes in the feds and they they do um they raise they raise rates right yes um and so the biggest rate that we would all know of would be real estate um mortgage rates mortgage rates right because gosh you know i mean they were down to 1.5 or 1.7 like and then yeah i refied at 2.875 right and threes and they were sitting at three forever let's just call Mm -hmm. it three Mm -hmm. some people got low better you know some people are a little higher whatever but now we're we're sitting at seven right i mean so that you know a a payment that was 800 is now 1200 right yes um from three to seven it's more than double what the average was for years i mean just years yeah. of this and so they didn't they didn't keep raising it slowly and doing all that and so they're trying to get to that point of hey how do we how do we fight that and so now as you said we're seeing it to where it's going up a little bit and that's what they're scared is like it's still going up and they've done all that you will also see during these times and it always happens is the fact that um right 
they're trying to also prove how much people are willing to spend. Mm-hmm. Okay? Absolutely. Right. When you have money, are you willing to spend it? So now you're going to spend it. Now, if you're not willing to spend it, that's where the thing of a CD, right? So something that most of us don't know anything about because for most of my millennial generation, that's the thing that plays music, right? That's exactly it, right? So a certificate of deposit, right? Um, it's where you take money and invest it for longer periods of time, right? Usually 18 months to three years, yeah. let's call it. And you're getting anywhere from Right. You know, back then it was 0.025 or whatever. It was just so crap. And this is back when interest rates were so yeah. low. Now interest rates are seven for a house. And you're getting one and a half up to I've like seen two th- to three. Yeah. yeah. I say I, I seen three um, on a three year on a 36 months. Mm-hmm. Right. So like 3% return. And so that they're forcing it. So that way the money isn't going out there. And granted, they have it there to lend because they need money to lend at this point. Oh, absolutely. So one of the things I want to ask you, Nick, because you are the uh, real estate expert here is, do you think the rates were low for too long? Yes. And I would tend to agree because rates don't typically stay low as long as what they were. We're going to say maybe 2010-ish, they started really dropping. Fair. I mean... And they stayed low until this year. They dropped even before 2010. It might have. So... Um, I mean, we had the crash in 2008 into 2009. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at that point, they were high because banks were refusing to loan money, basically. Yeah. But once, you know. And it came crashing down. It did, it really did. And once the economy started to stabilize end of 2009, yep. things came back into, you know, normal range. Yep. And, you know, you don't usually see 10 plus years of low interest rates. Right. You see three, four, five years of low interest rates, and then they'll jump them up a little bit to keep feel it uh, inflation really in line. And you know, and and I'm what will go to Trump, right? I mean, when the pandemic hit, right, he gave free money out to people, yes, and everybody thinks that it's oh, Obama's just giving, excuse me, uh, Biden's just giving everybody free money, and sure, he did as well. But, you know, I mean, yeah, but how much did he give everybody, you know, everybody gave what they thought was going to help through this pandemic to get everybody to the spot. Um, And so, like, right now, there's such an influx of spendable money because, you know, again, when you're on unemployment and let's say the we talk about the average person making whatever. Okay, now it was nine hundred and fifty bucks to stay home versus what you were making average of four hundred. So it doesn't matter like what. You did with it, but now you have that influx. And so that you were willing to go buy it. And because you're willing to go buy it, and that's what I say all the time. I get so mad about the price of a truck. We talked about, oh yeah, you know, back in 2000, right? I mean, uh, an F-150 was $20,000. Now they're $80,000, right? Because you're willing to go spend it. My 93 pickup when my mother bought it brand new off the lot yeah, was 9000 bucks. Right. What's, you know. Yeah, it's so cheap, right? Isn't it? Like I remember. My, I mean, it was a rear wheel drive, but still, doesn't matter. I mean, try I, the, the cheapest car I know of. So, I, I think it's a Nissan Versa right now for like fifteen thousand dollars, yeah. and that's a small car. But you, you look at back when I was a kid, my mom ended up getting a Kia, right? Oh yeah, a Kia Rio, which I think brand new were six grand. Yeah, and then for a while they were running buy a Kia, get a Kia for free. Yes. right? like they were doing that. Right after cash for clunkers, okay, they were running a lot of used dealerships. Were hey, if you buy a car from us, we'll give you another car. Mm-hmm. And you know, 
if you lived in those areas, it was great. But a lot of them were not close to us. I mean, they were Chicago or Milwaukee. Yep. But I mean, if you had the money to go buy a ten thousand dollar used car, they'll throw you another one. And I'm sure it wasn't a ten thousand dollar used car for the second one. It was probably a three thousand dollar used car, oh. but still, it's a free car. Well, like even the brand new. I mean, so you bought a Kia, and Kia's right the max back then. I don't even know fifteen thousand dollars. And a Rio Which is was probably a Rio, a Rio was six grand, five grand, four grand, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think my mom got the used one with sixty-four miles on it, and I think she picked it up for like thirty-five hundred bucks. <laughs> Thought we were rich for the first time yeah. ever in my life, um, you know, because the Escort went out, <laughs> and uh, so she went from small car to small car. And I wasn't always this big of a guy, so I actually fit in that car for a couple days. But me too. I mean, I, I, Mike had an escort. Yeah. I had an escort. Yeah. And I, I fit in his car just fine. Um, yeah. So really when we're looking at inflation, we're, you know, okay, it's bad, but it's gotten better over the last couple of months. And then we're better. Sure. Has it, they're still, it's still going up, which, so that's what they're afraid of. Well, I mean, it's not, it didn't go up in July or August. Sure. And September numbers won't be out for a few more weeks. But we have to look at things that have been happening lately. So we're right around the corner from an election. Yep. And we're doing an election episode here after we get back from the cruise. Okay. We're going to be joined by at least two special guests. One of them, a former um, political worker for the George Bush re-election campaign, Mr. James Lowry. And the other one, a very highly regarded professor from Lansing Community College, David Seawick. Uh, I actually went to a event at the Grand Rapids Chamber of Commerce yesterday. There you go. Put on by OutPro, which is their LGBTQ type sure. um, wing. And the speaker was a transgendered lady named Nicole. She was fabulous. And she was given her background and she was actually a poli-sci major. So afterwards I sent her an email. I said, Hey, we're going to do an election episode. I'd love to have you on because mind you, she has just a great story, but also she grew up, went to school in Texas. Sure. And basically, you know, in during the pandemic, her and her wife decided, hey, we got to get the hell out of Texas. This is not a safe place. So she sent a bunch of resumes out and ended up uh, working at Grand Valley State. There you go. So I think she has a very interesting story. It's something I, I think we should absolutely explore. So I'm I'm hoping she'll say, yes, absolutely. I'd like to come on sometime, even if it's not, you know, a couple, three weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. With that election coming up, we have things happening like OPEC just cut production of oil yep, big time, which has led to the spike in gas prices. And the feeling is it's to hurt Biden and the Democrats because, you know, he, he wouldn't basically kiss the ring of the Saudis and they're pissed off because they like Putin and, you know, we're kind of well, that's verbally like- fighting. So, you know, that's the hard part is, is, you know, Americans will do whatever impacts them directly right away. Right. Yep. Um, you know, Trump administration, he's 
oh hey he's making friends okay well he didn't make friends with everyone and you know the friendships that he got what benefit did it give us right yeah we had low gas prices but at what cost um you know and now gas prices are up sure do i complain no um <laughs> say but i'm not gonna walk so that's a good question you and i were we're fairly well off yep. okay if gas goes to two dollars a gallon do you drive anymore no i don't know if i can if gas goes to five dollars a gallon do you drive any less no same and i don't bitch about it anymore like i used to yeah but I don't bitch about it anymore. It is what it is. I'm going to pay it anyways. I'm still going to keep driving. So whatever. The only time I bitched about gas was when I was younger and mm -hmm. much, much poorer. Um, and that's the people that really worry about it. It's the poor people or the rich people. Yeah. It's not usually the middle people. And and right because the, the middle's worried about their day to day. Stuff. Yeah. And so, but my problem was, is that it's only times I always told myself when I was younger, I would never bitch about gas pricing. Right. That was just that was what I wanted to do. Um, and, but then it seemed like when I was younger, I mean, every time I filled up my car and I actually had that little extra bit of money, my fucking car would die. Oh, always. And it was like, oh my God, I just put, you know, 30 bucks into gas. And of course the son of a bitch is dead. Granted, I didn't really care about the $150 repair, but, um, you know, um, and, and again, part of that is, you know, you can't see the forest through the trees, right? You know, you and I've had that conversation before we talk about money and stuff. And you had said that Courtney kind of broke money down for you at one point you were talking about oh my god this is expensive this is expensive and she said something like it's a six pack of beer right yeah and you were like wow i never looked at it that way i buy a lot of six packs too so you know we we're coming back from canada and you know we we're looking at an extra 12 dollars to fill up the gallon you know the tank or whatever and yeah I was like holy shit like i piss away. you know granted as we were inside buying things that were in french that we couldn't get here in america like um all season potato chips it's about 35 dollars on the inside of this fucking market and i'm over here worried about do i want to just put enough to get by or should i fill the tank up like jesus Christ. it kind of puts shit in perspective percent, right and you know canada money to america money's different too right so, well you know one of the things we were looking at is we're going on this cruise at the you know in two weeks and I bought my plane tickets right away. I spent about 1500 bucks for the three of us. And you waited and waited and waited. Yeah. How much did you save from my 1500? Cause we're flying the same airline, just different oh, places. We? Yeah. I'm flying American too. Oh, uh, 500 total savings. Yeah. Oh, so you spent a thousand. I think yeah. on the three of you. Yeah. Now, uh, three, six, nine, about nine, about 900. Yeah, maybe nine fifty. Okay, so actually, no, yeah, about nine hundred because I think it was like three hundred two. Okay, so looking at that, the age I'm at and the anxiety issues I have, yeah, I'm happy I just paid what I paid at the time I paid it because when I looked at it, I'm like, all right, fifteen hundred bucks sucks, but I'll deal with it. Whatever, sure. no big deal. And those two or three weeks before you bought, well, they were fucking expensive. Well, they were expensive, and I heard a lot of. Oh my god, this sucks. I'm just gonna drive. I hate this. This I I hate flying. Flying sucks because it's too damn expensive. It and I, I heard all of this stuff and it caused me anxiety. <laughs> and I didn't have a problem. I had my flights figured out. And Don would sit there and go, What the hell's Nick gonna do? I'm like, I don't know, that's his problem. I'm trying not to pay attention because it gives me anxiety. Fucking drive. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like I don't mind, right? Um, 
and and because that's who I am, right? Like I, I don't know. I sit here and like, if I can drive for fifty percent, like I'm gonna do that. Um, but we're I, always looking to save money. Well, and there's a difference between saving money and feeling like you're getting after. Right? Well, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would agree because you know we talked about tolls the other day. I just I fucking paid that bill. Yeah. Well, so I go to Chicago a lot. Yeah. And we go to a lot of conventions out in Rosemont. Yep. Now to get to Rosemont, I drive. 94 the whole way okay the, hi- the highway not the speed limit right i drive i-94 the whole way yeah because it's free yep on the way back invariably i will pull up my traffic apps and i will see that if i want to take the free route it's red for three quarters of the city mm-hmm. but if i want to pay six bucks i'll take 294 all the way around sure and it's going to save me at least an hour. Which is an hour. Is worth. It's huge. Yeah. My hour is worth $6. Yep. And, and, you know, my problem was, is that was, you know, you guys, we talked about it. And I had a $74 bill because I didn't go on and pay. And I've never paid. Well, and you didn't before. understand really how it worked. Yeah, I had no idea, right? Like, I didn't know. I, I'm sitting here waiting for them to tell me how much to pay in the first place. And then come to find out. So, like, I get a $1.50 toll here. A dollar, I what do, I, what do we say? 17 fucking line items or something, something about that. Yeah. $3 fee on each one of those line items. Right. Is what I got hit with. So it was like, you should yeah, you should have paid about 10, $12 maybe. Uh, I mean, I would say at least a, I, I right. Less than 20. I yeah. Mean, it was less than 20. And, and, so and, it, and it cost you three eight, times that 80 fucking dollars, right? Yeah. 79 something. And Four was, times that stupid. Um, you know, and, and again, it, you don't know what you don't know. God, no. And the sign just says, hey, log on to here and pay. And I'm like, okay, log on. And what do you want me to say? Hey, I took a I took a place. I have no idea. My GPS didn't just fucking submit it for me, right? That's the like, worst thing. They ask where you got on and where you got off. Right. Now, I always know because I know I have to do this. Right. But if you don't know. Shit. I have no, you know, but I say, and, oh, well, why'd you take it? If it's, you know, like, again, I, it was granted. And this, I would have, had I known it was going to 70 some bucks. I would have taken the extra hour to get around. Oh, absolutely. But it was like an hour and a half to get home quicker. But again, I if, already spent. If you would have known how to pay for it, so much better. It would have been, you know, maybe 20. Yep. Also, I have a friend of mine. I'm working on actually probably getting an eye pass here in a minute because I thought about that for a while. We, we take, you know, got a little annual fee, but whatever. I'm tired of I'm tired of this bull crap. So, um, you know, and, and, Dude, taxes taxes aren't uh or uh, sorry tolls aren't cheap. They keep going up. I remember I remember when you used to be able to carry a bag of change, and pay your tolls. That's how young I am. Yeah, no more. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm old, but like you would take a bag a bag full of coins, and that's it's funny because you know I traveled as a kid with my grandparents, mm-hmm. and then I traveled as an adult with my girlfriend wife. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, let's just grab this bag of change. And she's like, what? And then we get there. And like the first one's like, I got to break change for a 10. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, buck 50. I don't remember my grandparents throwing six quarters out there, right? Because back then it was probably 50 cents or something, you know? Well, I know when I lived in Rockford, Illinois, this would have been from 96 to 99. Yeah. It's 40 cents every time you hit a toll. Sure. And I talked to, you know, a guy I was going to see in 2000. It was probably 2008. And I'm like, hey, toll still 40 cents. He goes, uh, you better play in more money. And they were $1.50 at that point. Yeah. But you could still throw money in the change 
basket. Yep. Or you could go pay, you know, with the person. Yep. I always like to change backs. Can I throw it in and just keep going? Yep. If it doesn't count it right, that's not my problem. Not my problem. I threw money in. Yep. And now there is no change basket. Nope. Anywhere. There's no person. Ever. No. There is, there's usually one person. None of any of the ones I did. Yeah. Like, well, sometimes there aren't. Otherwise, and because that's like, and it's weird because that's what I was used to. Because uh-huh. I don't know, years ago, that's what I did. Like, I hopped on one. I kept going. I'm right in the back and I'm like, God, 43 bucks when I get through. I was like, whatever, we'll take this exit. I get through and I pay this person because it has a stamp of where, and yep. otherwise it costs you 125 bucks for losing the ticket. So, right. You're losing that fucking ticket, right? And so I'm like, here, boom. And I hand it to the person. They're like, boom, I'm paid. And I was like, cool, I'm done. This didn't have it. This had nothing. It just a sign that says, hey, log on and pay your tolls. Oh, okay. Let me get right on that. Right. <laughs> like, let's say, yeah, me, I was in a car. <laughs> what's, what, what's your license plate? I, I don't know. <laughs> say, That's something they always the, ask. On the back of my car. That's what it is. Okay. Right. I know what the van's license plate is for here because it's, you know, after the business. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's like BRKR. M or something i don't know see i don't even know what it is i i just know it's after the business i know i know the first three of mine is dea yeah right because my everybody makes fun of it mm-hmm. oh you're in the dea yes i am yeah the big giant purple sexy car is the dea so by the way i don't think a lot of the shows i used to grow up on don't hold up sure and i don't think seinfeld holds up like i like seinfeld but i don't think it holds up but you know what does hold up certain episodes yeah and the one i can think of the ass man gosmo kramer proctologist that one holds up soup nazi holds up that one holds up um festivus for the rest of us holds up yeah um shrinkage holds up yep oh gosh there are some that really it's a thing yeah i think i think it holds up more than you think I can't I can't really watch it like I used to. The donut was on top. It was on top. Didn't even touch the trash. I will say, not that I want to get off on this tangent. Mike and I were talking the other day about finales that fucking blew. Yeah. And Seinfeld's finale was awful. Yeah. That was awful. How I Met Your Mother was awful. You know what was really good? Big Bang's finale was really good. Sure. The office finale was excellent, and so was Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, did you see the, the Nick Offerman joke that I sent you? I did. I was so happy. I fucking laughed I, so hard. I watched the Nick Offerman movie today. Oh, really? We're the Millers. I, yeah, I say. No one getting ear fucked over here, okay? I sent you the uh, commercial that Nick and Craig Robinson did a few years back for the playoffs. Yeah. Where, you know, because Nick's a huge Cubs fan. Yeah. And Craig's a huge White Sox fan. And they're just going back and forth over know why why the other team sucks so bad and at one point nick goes or uh craig goes Northside pizza sucks i'd rather have new york and they just sit there for like 10 seconds in silence and he goes i'm sorry i didn't mean that <laughs> mind you my daughter shared that with me and i'm like this is going to nick and mike yeah there you go um so you know hey gosh I, I'm looking at everything. Everything that you look at will have inflation in it, right? It will. And my Bud Light has gone up. I don't know what I'm paying right now for. Do you care? No. I mean. You do, but you don't. I only care to know if it's cheaper to buy better beer. Right. Right. That's what I'm always looking at. Yep. I, I went to Meyer the other day because, you know, I knew Mike was going to be up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get some stuff. Yep. And I specifically look for things that were on sale. Yep. 
which is how I ended up with uh, the salted caramel quarter okay. and the triple jam because both were on sale. Nice. Um, you know, I say when I when Bud Light's on sale, I buy my buy, buy. I just buy a bigger box. That's all I do. Right. Um, but right, like I don't know. Speedway used to have it where it was six ninety nine for eight tall boy or you know the 20 ounce cans yeah um and it was they haven't had it ever since like i kept buying them um and my one speed we kept running out of them because i was thinking i was getting the great and i was getting the greatest deal in the world and so now it's you know hey all right 15 pack and i'm at maybe not 20 bucks out the door right now like they're crazy expensive um but you get you get 15 of them in a box yeah it's not bad um you know the government so i want to get back to yeah inflation and what the government's doing how they're how they're how do they control it right and we talked about we talked about how they are raising rates um and they're raising rates on everything now banks what people don't understand okay so a bank offers you money we talked about how the bank offers you my money Mm -hmm. but because you have money in the bank right um but f so banks are fdic right yes federally whatever insured um basically so banks are backed by the federal government for for how much two hundred fifty thousand dollars correct per account and why did they do that um so that way you wouldn't just stock away a shit ton of money and never spend it well also because in 1929 something happened the great we had the great depression great and what really caused the great depression besides the fact that people didn't have money was the fact that when they had money they all made a run on the bank oh gosh yes now if you and i and 50 other people go to the bank and we take out all of our money yep the banks are okay they have millions and millions of dollars yep they just got to pre-order it but back then they they didn't right so if 50 people went and took all their money out, they ended up negative because they didn't have enough money to cover that. So that's, you know, where the FDIC came in and they started saying, well, we'll cover 250000 for every person's account. Sure. Um, excuse me, I'm dying. I'm tired too. Um, say it's it's hard here. Now, Dave, you kind of brought up the, yeah. the Great Depression. Correct. What are your What are your feelings and opinions on where we are currently? Um, well, that, that's something I wanted to talk about. Everybody wants to know, are we in a recession? Are we in a recession? So we had a re- our last recession was from February to May of 2020. Something big happened. Yep. Pandemic. Um, you, you think we had a recession there? We did. Okay. Because by definition, a recession is two consecutive quarters of a negative GDP. Sure. Which the GDP is the gross domestic product. Yep. So technically, we we did hit a recession there. And I mean, I remember you and I doing this episode before it was Bucks and Brews. Yep. And I said specifically, people will tell you we're not in a recession. I'm telling you right now, this is a recession. And I just want to point out, I was right. It was a recession. Um, If you look at 2022, mm-hmm. I pulled numbers because you know how I love my numbers. So for the first quarter in 22... Our GDP was negative 1.6%. Okay. Quarter two, it was a little better, but it was still negative 0.6%. Okay. 
So are we in a recession? Technically, yes, we are in a recession. It's a small recession. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we're there. And for the reasons we've talked about before, um, you know, looking at this, profits increased at 4.6% for a quarterly rate in the second quarter after increasing 0.1% in the first quarter. Whereas the private goods producing industries decreased 10.4%, which is how we come up with, you know, our negative numbers. Okay. So, yes, we are in a slight recession. Is it something to worry about? Your thoughts? Yes. Why? Because I, I personally feel it's only going to get worse, right? Um, I'm how seeing... bad do you think it's going to be, honestly? 25%, right? I mean, um, you know, for housing, right? You're going to see a 20 to 25% decrease of pricing. But that's, now that's an average, okay? Right. So um, don't get excited that your $100,000 house is going to be 75K now, okay? Mm -hmm. That 100000 is going to turn to, I don't know, 95, 93. So let's call it 5 to 7%. Mm hmm where your million dollar house is now going to look like 750k right like all right so 700k give it to 30 i don't care um you know and and, and sure but let's call it, let's call it the 2 million dollar price mm -hmm. range right like a 2 million is now going to look like 1.7 which is you know a huge hit like 1.4 it doesn't mm -hmm. matter like the higher it is the harder it's going to be to sell it for the higher price um you know i I don't know. I have a friend of mine that just, he, he's very good. He's, he's done this business forever. He just listed a place and um, they dropped it 10 K and still don't have the hit, right? Like it's a $190,000 house. It's not like it's going crazy. And it should have, it would have sold back in the day for so quickly, so much, so quickly. And well, and people have to look at their money a little closer right now because of inflation. And yeah. you said it before, your dollar's not going as far as it used to. And the same Again, when you're looking at what you could buy, and it used to cost you $800 to buy a house, now that payment is $1,200. Mm -hmm. That's one of your biggest hits, right? So that's $400. That gives you, I mean, if you're the average American, let's call it right, you've now spent a monthly car payment more on buying a house. Well, and we know that wages have not kept up with this, right? which is part of the problem. I, I mean, at my business, somebody had asked a question of, you know, hey, are, are, is our wage increase going to be competitive with inflation? And the answer was, there's plenty of times you've gotten a pay increase that was higher in, than inflation. And that wasn't the question. Right. The question was, are we going to keep pace? Because if we're not, we're now making less money than we made a year ago. Is one of our guests still working? Which guest? The one we had in here that we... Helped out. She was young. No, he's a first. He's a first. Um, yeah. So he used to ride his bicycle everywhere. He is. Okay. Good. He is still working. I, I wish we could have him on more, but he has young children. Yeah. Let's say, um, and the other, yeah, like, but like, okay, so around here, what over in Detroit, they just laid off three hundred. Are you talking the company I work for? Hospital staff. Right? No, no, no. Company-wide, they laid off 400 non-facing patient positions. Your your company did? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, My company is now a new company. We'll talk about that off the air. 
Okay, so you are that company. Okay, we so are that company. Oh, I guess I just didn't realize that. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that company just changed the name, uh, like Monday, Tuesday, and um, everybody hates it. It's, it's whatever. It's a fucking name. Um, but right, so like, I'm starting to see jobs decrease a little bit. Um, pay is not where it was, um, which was already. <laughs> see, no, you're. Yours changed, and I didn't know about that, but, like, um, my division did not change. We are still us. Say, um, is there a, is there an internet company name that around here, too? No. I don't think so. So, um. Let's just stop with the so, cryptic shit. Why? It's more fun this way. <laughs> Everybody listening is going to be like, wow, these guys are morons. Yeah, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, so. So in the spring, Spectrum Health and Beaumont Health sure. combined. So Spectrum Hospital of Grand Rapids changed its name Monday or Tuesday. So did Beaumont. Oh, okay. This is a combined new name. Oh, okay. So yeah, I no whatever idea. it is, it's stupid. Gotcha. Okay. Where I work, Priority Health is still Priority Health. Okay. So I didn't know that Priority was owned by Spectrum. Oh, yeah. It's Spectrum. always been owned by Spectrum. Really? Okay. It started off as Butterworth HMO. There you go. And so Priority Health is technically a local company. See, I thought it was mm-hmm. a nationwide thing. No, we're local, but they want to be nationwide. Gotcha. Okay. So that, this that is just things for me. I think okay. this is part of the bigger plan to go nationwide. Well, it's supposed to be. But, um, but we're not going to get into the minutia of that at the moment because that's a whole nother healthcare episode. <laughs> Say. Um, right. But like, look at, gosh, we talk about the price of everything. Mm-hmm. Look at the price of medical and just going up and up and. Oh, you mean the fact that I'm uh, still got a $9,400 bill that I have to pay and I'm I'm getting rid of my HSA next year. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Cause... It cost me too much fucking money. Mind you, I'm also paying my therapy visits until I hit my deductible. But if I'm on the regular HMO, virtual visits are free. I don't have to pay for it. Answer that shit for me. That's HSA, so I got to pay until my deductible. Deductible does not apply on the straight HMO. And I just don't understand that. I, I say, normally we don't stop, but I want to. So yeah, go. everybody listening to us on Twitch, on Podbean, on Stitcher, um, Apple, anything like that. If you're listening to us live, I appreciate it. If you're listening to us while we're recording, just know that if you've made it this far, we really do appreciate it. Um, we, we love to record these things. YouTube. So you get to see our faces and look at us just do dumb shit all day. No, I candy this week. No, I can't. Yeah. I say it's gonna have to be you, I guess, bud. Or you. I don't know. You showed we your picture on TikTok. Know. You I'll showed your up. picture on TikTok. My you of the uh face. yeah. Cute face looks this is a zombie. Yeah, no, um can't really say it's a zombie, it's a it's a grave a grave person who's lived there for 50 years you know what it reminded me of what's that solomon grundy all right you know solomon grundy no he was born on monday go on he's also a batman villain yeah yeah that's a born on a monday yeah there's a there's a whole uh nursery rhyme about it which i can't remember off the top of my head but i will look it up for you. all of a sudden I, i felt like it was gonna be a nursery rhyme um oh so i know we're off topic again for the millionth time because uh, that's what we do. Person called me, right? Scam caller. Said, oh, hey, this is John with whatever. And I said, that's funny. My name's John, too. 
And uh, I was like, your name is my name. I was like, is your last name Jingle Heimer Schmidt? Sir, sir, and I was like, "Come on, your name is my name too." I was like, "Do you want to go out? People will shout." Oh, so the nursery rhyme. I'm listening. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, christened on a Tuesday, married on a Wednesday, took ill on Thursday, grew worse on Friday, died on Saturday, buried on Sunday. That was the end of Solomon Grundy. He made it a week. Mm-hmm. So this baby didn't even have a fight. Well, I mean, you can call him a baby. He was a grown man. He had a beard. Oh, okay. He looked kind of like you. I mean, he doesn't have a beard. You poor, poor man. Yeah. So. I do like the, uh, he was a grown man. He had a beard. (laughs) I like the baby version. Imagine my my Jesus in a tuxedo shirt. Front row, Leonard Skinner. He's hammered drunk. (laughs) So I'm here to class it up, but I'm also here to party. Because um, I like to party and I like to imagine my Jesus likes to party. <laughs> but so you asked, right? Do I think do I think we're in a recession? Yeah. My answer, my answer is yes. Um do I think it's gonna get worse? Yes. Um how bad do you think it could get? Yeah, say I really think um we're ready to see some change, man. Like again, I, I talked about how I'm seeing jobs start not hiring as much. You know, that's funny because unemployment's lower again. Yeah. But we jobs have been created at astronomical numbers over the last two years. But I think, I mean, that it'll all catch up, right? We'll we'll see numbers when they mm-hmm. come out. And I can't say because you know, I know I know of places that are laying people off. I know of places that are, you know, just not hiring anymore. And you know, normally it's when you see the the layoff and the and the slowdown. But companies are trying to get control back because workers have had control for the last couple of years. It sucks, doesn't it? And they don't like it, right? But I don't think that's going away. I really don't. I mean, I I can't say it's going to in the manufacturing field, but in in the other fields, I think it's in the medical field. I think we're going to see some change in the people are sick of it's that it's teachers people are sick of those positions because they get shit on so much right in the teacher field like is going to be absolute shit well you know you look at some of the unionizations going on like starbucks Starbucks and chipotle and and what these owners are deciding to do is fuck it we'll just close do it but at the end of the day who does that hurt it only hurts the owners no oh it absolutely does no because those people can find another job so there's a mcdonald's out there right Uh okay so you know do you know about mcdonald's what about them Okay, so McDonald's will open. Okay, this is how the rich people work, and mm-hmm. people don't realize it. And and you can believe me if you want. You cannot believe me and say, "Hey, you're just a fucking liberal," and that's fine. But okay, drive through town, mm-hmm. and let's say Plainwell, right? Okay. Yeah. And Plainwell's not the best. It's hard because those that I say Plainwell will know. Okay, so let's go with a random small town that doesn't have many people. Kind of in the middle of nowhere-ish. Yeah, because I don't... Plainwell's not a good example. They have every fast food place. It's bigger. But to me, right, it's the middle of nowhere. Uh, So let's say like Martin. Sure, right? Because there's There's, literally nobody there. Where where your houses are far apart. Yep. You have things. But sure, it has an exit to get there, Mm -hmm. right? Um, McDonald's will put a a building there, and they will fucking lose money Mm -hmm. just to be there. Mm -hmm. 
one, they get the tax, they get the huge deduction, right? Two, they get the tax deduction for building and bringing in supposed jobs. Three, like there, there's so much profit and other things because they're so wealthy they can afford to shut that down. But and most Starbucks people don't own just one. You're right, but when you're looking at a McDonald's that does that, yep. that's not an owner operator. No, it's franchise. Correct. Yep. The franchises will do that. Yep. But if I own a, let's say I own a Starbucks tomorrow Mm -hmm. and my employees want to unionize Mm -hmm. and I'm like, fuck you, we're just closing. That only hurts me. Does it though? I mean, if they want to unionize right away, but now, okay. Now if you're me, Uh okay. So we are totally different fucking people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Your wife is taking money from the business as a payment, right? Yes. Granted your businesses, you don't own, you don't. You don't make payments on the building. You have a rent, but like, okay. So if I, if I did it, like everything would be paid cash. Everything would be done. Like it cost me $250,000 to open a Starbucks. I don't know how much it is yeah. to be honest. Blah, blah, blah. It's usually 50 to 80,000. Is that all it is? Really? I know Dairy Queen's 50,000. Sure. But like, and you know, so let's just say, and so I would, I would do whatever to get my money back. And then at that point, like, then I would start taking my draw. Right. Um, well, and some people can but, do that. Yeah. But some not everybody can. But those are the people that aren't going to go. Right. Those open. are the people that are going to be like, fuck it, I'll just close. Right. And, but, you know, because I'll be damned if I'm the business owner and you're going to control my life. Right. Right. <laughs> so to me, you know, I don't know. What's up? Dairy Queen's a better buy. Yeah. Starbucks. Starbucks, 315,000. It's not bad. Right. It's for the fucking name. Um, you got to buy the one in the damn airport. Yeah. No shit. Um, that or a convention center. When we go to like Fan Expo Chicago, they hold it at the Donald Stevens Convention Center, which is in Rosemont, so Northwest Suburbs. Sure. There's one place in there that's not the convention food. It's a Starbucks. And the fucking line is always huge. 80 people long. What's up? There's a Starbucks in fucking casinos Mm -hmm. in Vegas. Every time I go to Vegas, I'm just like, Jesus. When we go on the cruise, there's a Starbucks. We can get. Coffee at, you know, the Royal Caribbean coffee. Sure. But if you want Starbucks, you pay extra for Starbucks. Really? Yeah. It is not included. And my wife won't drink Starbucks, right? And I give her mad credit for it because, right, she... Well, you know, we were talking about the $15 an hour thing. Yeah. Because, you know, last week we talked about... Well, that's I think that's what pisses me off about Starbucks. Sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. We're talking about the $15 an hour. And... Starbucks has always been known to be one of the companies that actually starts with a higher pay, mm-hmm. offers benefits, even for its part-time people. So if you're going to unionize and you're already getting better than what most people, most, right. Most people get like, that's, that's what, that's the kind of shit that pisses me off. I think part of their unionization isn't the pay necessarily. It's the conditions because, you know, when we hit the pandemic, they started getting treated worse and worse. They had less employees and there was no urgency to make those people feel valued. So for example, Don and I were talking today and I'm like, Hey, I need to know how much, you know, Sam's making for a year. Mm -hmm. She goes, well, here's how to find out. So I go and I look and I'm like, got to find a way to pay her more. And Don goes, but this isn't her end game. This, she, she wants to go to vet school. She wants to be a vet. Okay. I'm not saying Dawn's wrong. I'm not saying that's not what Sam wants. But I'm just going to tell you right now, if I could pay Sam enough that 
she doesn't care as much about vet school, she'll work here until we sell her the business. Sure. Because she said to me many times, this is the only place she's ever worked that actually cared about her as a person. This is the only place that she looks forward to going to work. Yeah. So like, you know, you had said to us last week, your niece, you know, should have told us you're going to pay us, pay me 15 bucks an hour. Yeah, sure. Because we're big proponents on that. And I told you, we don't start anybody out at 15, but they don't stay at what they start at. Right. Okay. We will look at it in 90 days. We'll look at it in another, you know, we'll look at it six months. Sure. Nobody at our business, except for the two people we just hired, make less than 15. Is it a scam call? Yeah, you guys want to do this? Yeah, we do. Scam call. Hello. Thank you for calling Hilton Hotels. This is Nick. How may I direct your call? Fuck, they hung up. Hilton's hate it when that happens. Hilton's going to sue us for that one. Um, Anyways. Um, so, and, yeah, and, so, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from because yeah. we are proponents of huge 15 bucks an hour. But we also want to make sure that, you know, whoever gets in here mm-hmm. is actually going to be an employee here. That's not fair. Life's not fair. Oh, see? see welcome, welcome to the Republican side of things, right? That's not um, the Republican side of things. That's just the... Um, logical side of things you know life is not always fair i get it yeah but we want it to be as fair as it can be and for your first 90 days 13 bucks an hour is pretty fucking fair i mean to me like right how long you might as well you might as well say hey i might as well just why should i have to prove it to you for you to fucking give me money that's not how it should work right okay and i get what you're saying but how many people have you said, hey, I'll give you, you know. All of them fuck me over. Don't. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Don't get me wrong. I want to make sure this is an employee that A, wants sure. to be here, B, lives our values, and C, is going to do the things we need them to do. So your niece comes in. Mm-hmm. Immediately, Dawn goes, go clean those two rooms with David. Yeah. We clean them. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to be ginger because... I've known this kid since she was a kid. Right. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, spook them or, you know, Overwork. freak them out or anything like that because I have that personal relationship. Yep. And that sucks. It does. But that kid sat here going, yeah, I'll do whatever you need. I don't care. Yep. Why don't you let me pick that up? Because I know it's hard for you. Your back hurts. Okay. Yep. You can do that. Sweet. Shit, yeah. And had no problem doing it. I mean, literally just jumped right in and started doing shit yep and then you know i i I made special note when we were talking about this last week on the episode of where it was that you started talking about your niece yeah so i pulled it on saturday and i sent it to dawn i said you need to send this and she's like okay we're down at steve's on monday we're talking to him and i brought that up she hadn't sent it yet so she did it at that point and that's when we got that text back saying you know the Listen to it, made me cry. I look up to my uncle so much. Yeah. And I mean, I know you know that, but do you ever hear that? No, God, we, we don't talk, right? And so right. she had texted me or something, and I was uh, Monday and I was doing something. And uh, she's like, Oh, I'll let you go. And I was like, No, I got time. And she's like, Oh, hey. And yeah, I, I don't remember having half the conversation, <laughs> you know, like, um, but right, like, I, you know, and, and, Again, I told you, it's not you, it's not her. I, I will tell, like, she's my niece, and I will tell her the same thing as I would tell you. Hey, look, if you ask me on the other side of things, 
hey man like why are you doing it okay but now you say hey and, and the things i'll tell you is oh we look at things you know 90 days 220 like no you need to be very specific on when you do this right like yeah. e- equal shit needs to be laid out these people need to know when it is and that's like to me up front right like hey you're gonna make 13 but in 90 days specifically so that way like and i told her like she needs to learn that accountability mm-hmm. right you need to go up to them and be like hey it's 90 fucking days where's my review if they don't give it to you you force that review if not you go hey see ya we talked about 90 days you're not holding your end of the mm-hmm. bargain i also said hey figure out what it takes to be manager at both places right yeah i told her to do She's making 11 bucks an hour over at Shippleville. How long has she been there? I don't know. A couple months, few months. So it hasn't been long. Yeah, I I don't know the dates, right? Like, well, even when Dawn said, Hey, this is what we can pay, I want to pay more. Yeah. But I can't when you start. Yep. Yeah, that's cool because that's more than I make over there. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, and and so to me, it's like because I, I, because I know those, like, those things and, you're older now with a family, mm-hmm. okay? So you you to grow your sack yeah. to your company and say, look, I need to know when my next raise is and I need to know if I'm going to be able to get management. You know, my, you know, I, you grow, I'm going through bosses. I could do my boss's job, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want my niece to be able to do that, right? And especially during this market of time, right? This she, is the time. She doesn't need to be a dick to you, but she needs to like hold you to an expectation just as much as she needs to hold that other shit company. Well, and see, part of the problem is we don't, really have anything written down right and then you need to so what what happens is dawn and i will sit there and look at the money and go okay can we afford to give raises out to people right now so i can tell you that usually we we try to give a little bit every four to six months sure um you know we looked at so we lost an employee because they decided you know this is not for them sure and when it happened chloe who is she just turned 18 Mm -hmm. And she works here and at Old Navy. She just started full-time at Old Navy. She's been there for a while, but she just started full-time. Just like my niece, two jobs. And, of course, we can't – full-time doesn't exist here. It it exists for Dawn and Chris because they do different jobs. Dawn runs the business, and Chris gets all of our pickups, okay? But there is no full-time for anybody else. Sam works the most. She works max 29 hours a week. That's it. Really? Yeah, because we're not open. We're open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's it. And if Dawn takes an off appointment like she did tonight, she takes it. Sure. So, you know, we look at those things and we looked at Chloe and we're like, really, we would like you every Sunday if if you could do that. If you do that, we can pay you X dollar amount per hour. Sure. So Dawn went to her and said, I looked at the numbers. I can pay this. Will you work every Sunday? And she goes, absolutely, I will. There you go. Because we made it worth her while. And we do that. To, you know, if you're a good employee, you're going to get more money and you're going to get it quicker than anybody else. Sure. Well, you know, to me, right, like I, there, there's so much more. I say there's so much more to it. And, and the fact of, right, like if you go and you're 18 years old and you already have management on your, your resume and you can say, hey, I've managed seven people. That's huge. Um, right. Like. Hey, yeah, I, you know, I started out from being a room cleaner to a, you know, box sorter up to, up to management, right? Uh, Sure, the company is only open four days a week and we, you know, we, we manage, I I manage every shift, right? If you can come in and say that, they're going to understand, hey, this is what this person can undertake, right? Uh, The company she's working for in the mall, um, 
is not that type of a company there. You know, she signed up for the management side of things, but is not getting the guarantee to start the training. Right. Um, and that, that kind of bothers me because I want to force you to give me what I want. If not, your job is to train me to get what I want. Um, but anyway, sorry, real quick. So back to inflation, um, you know, my opinions again, are we in a recession? Yes. Are we, is it going to get worse? Yes. Um, you know, I, I don't think we're going to go to an 08 crash for things. Um, you know, their banks are starting to do more loans again. Um, they kind of slowed down a little bit for some things on my end of things. Um, people are tightening up their numbers for, for what I do, um, if that makes any sense. So, you know, if you're on the borderline of 33% income to uh, a purchase price, you know, they, they might find ways to deny you. I was seeing that kind of a little bit of, you know, denials of loans. And now I'm seeing loans get accepted a heck of a lot more, um, which is really good. Um, <laughs> sorry to say, David's, uh, oh, I was like, David's lower. We're, we're going to AC mode around here because we're freaking hot. Um, but right. So, yeah, David. Um, and, and so I, I mean, I'm seeing loans kind of kind of come back. And, yep. You know, they're not getting cold, but I, I do. I, I think that we're not going to say I said we're not going to see an 08 crash. Right. But we're going to see things taper and go lower. Um, do we want to know what the 08 crash looked like? Yeah. Because we love numbers. Yeah. GDP fell 4.3% from its peak in 2007 fourth quarter yep. through second quarter of 09. Largest decline in the post-war era. Yep. Which is, that's a big, I mean, that's a big scale. Right? Huge. Like we're talking about, and, and you guys are seeing it, right? So to put it in perspective, right? It's exactly what kind of happened between your $2 to now $4 gallon of milk. Okay. It went the other way, and that's we're 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 going to. And when you have that, it's just it's a natural thing, right? It is. So, I bring it up in the fact of eight hundred dollar mortgage payment to a twelve hundred dollar mortgage payment. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's crazy. I, I want to point out one of the people on Twitch. Yeah. Their name is Rubbing. Okay, I think that's awesome. Rubbing's racing, buddy. Yep. Great movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. The second best, one of my favorites. I think the second best racing movie of all time. You you like Talladega Nights that much? I more? do. Do you really? I do. Because I think the one liners in it are great. Are just that good. No, I mean, I no, I I actually think I could watch Days of Thunder five times. I more. do love Days of Thunder. Such, and it's it's John C. Riley still, which is fucking hilarious <laughs> to me. <laughs> so, Buddy Brotherton. That's right. Is it? Yeah, you know this. And Harry Hogg. Yep. loved robert duvall as harry hogg man my brother so i can text my brother right now Mm -hmm. and be like hey i say now's not a good time for you to pit what (laughs) yeah we're in here eating ice cream (laughs) ice cream i'd offer you some but uh, i think nascar would frown upon that (laughs) and cole basically came in jumped out of the car and chased harry around yeah dude my, my or or uh my brother will leave and i'll be like hey when you leave man i want you to go out there and hit the pace car Look, what hit the pace car yeah you hit everything else in the fucking track i just want you to be perfect 
The uh, other one I like is when Cole wins his first race. Oh, Doc I put Nowicki. special tires on that car. Yes, takes him on the high side. No, oh, no, he got a hairy special tires. What do you mean? No, I didn't do anything. I just, I just told you that. You believe it? Yeah. The so, other good one was after that race, the cop the pulled cop. them over. Oh my god! Sorry, the boys just thought you'd like to have a good time. Such and a then, good movie. And then, gets, and then he gets the concussion. And yeah, like, oh, this goes, boys. Takes the doctor's hand and yeah. puts it on his his package. Is this what you're looking for, Doc? The worst part um, is, you know, we do this this shit. We do like baseball episodes and crap. At some point, we just have to have a movie episode where we talk about all the shit we like in movies. Anybody still listening? If you'd like to hear a, a movie episode, let us know because we we would just love to sit and talk about our favorite one line. We really do. Nick. But, Nick and I would sit there literally and just text each other back and forth lines from Step Brothers for an entire fucking day. Oh my gosh, yes. I think one of my, one of my, I don't know if it was one of my favorite times, but it was kind of a little embarrassing too. It was the year you coached with me. I was doing a meeting in the cafeteria with the girls, and you called oh, me, yes. and all they hear is boats and hoes, boats and hoes, and I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta have me my boats and hoes. Oh, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria. I'll tell you in the rear while I'm drinking sangria. Oh. I was sitting there going, oh, fuck. can't believe I have this fucking song on right now. Yep. And I wish you'd hang up. I wish you'd hang up. Yeah, there was none of that. No, no that's uh, the same. That was the same. That was the same time I had. Uh, we were talking about somebody's shoulder that hurt. Yeah. And I make the offhanded comment of, you know, it helps shoulder pain. And <laughs> Ashley looked at me and goes, I do. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yes. Um, so, I mean, I guess, all right. So we have my perspective on yeah. the recession. Where do you think we are? Where do you think we're headed? What do you What do you see? So I think, yeah, we're in a tiny recession here, which I think is to be expected. Um, Is it going to last? Absolutely not. I, I really don't think it's going to last. Really? I don't. So um, something I did not say. I I do. I personally think. I personally think this is going to be a two to three year feel. I don't. I think by this time next year we're rocking and rolling again. Really, I, I do. Um, my opinion is because I I just I don't know, man. It took them t- ten to twelve years to start raising interest rates. But okay, let me preface that by saying a lot of it is going to depend on what happens with these upcoming elections. So it might, and we all know, okay, so and it's funny because uh, I sat with a friend of mine who, and it's funny because, because I, because I say I'm, I'm more liberal. Everybody thinks I'm just full liberal. And then we talk and we're like, man, we are no different. Like, because I support. Who the fuck thinks you're full liberal? Lots of people. They're nuts. Well, because, right. Because they don't. They haven't met me yet. Right. Well, and you're and you're not either, right? I mean, again, you're conservative when it comes to financials. Yeah, but the the problem I have is if you look at the conservative and, party as a and, whole, and you're con- they're not, and that's I say that's half that's the problem. But fiscally you know, conservative, socially liberal. socially liberal. But I'm not socially liberal, and I mean you're very socially liberal. Me, yeah, but so are you. Give me a fucking break. So not really. No, no. Hang on. We're at an event yesterday. Do I do it? Yes. I I talked about this at the event yesterday. And one of the guys at our table, which I want to have on the show, because he's now working for Lake Michigan Credit Union, but he used to run the uh, Pride Center out in Holland. Yeah. 
and he was talking and one of the guys at the table asked him you know has it been hard out there with you know how they are on the lake shore he's like no i don't really have problems out there i have problems other places like hudsonville jenison places like that mm-hmm. and i said funny fun fact my buddy that i podcast with ran the first pride event in hudsonville yeah so you can sit there all you want and say you're not socially liberal and you so can take in, that in my business i'm not talking about your business i'm talking about you as but like i don't feel that the amount of and i i just i want to be clear i don't feel that the amount of money that is given to people for rentals should be the where it's at right i I think that the government is so goddamn lazy that they don't readjust prices for people on a constant basis. And it should be something that's marked, right? There, we are in a fucking time. I get so angry about this. We're in a time, dude, you, if I need a computer thing done, sure. You didn't fix my internet, but like, if I need a computer thing done, you can type something up for me in matter of minutes. Right? So there's no reason that let's say David is getting $1,200 a month for his three bedroom, one bathroom. And okay, you know as much as I am. I'm a penny. I'm a penny pincher, just yeah, like you. Yeah. Okay. So David, you're making you're making ten dollars an hour, uh, for four hundred dollars a week. Okay. Okay. You're getting a thousand dollars in government help for your house. Okay, David. You now work forty one hours, so you're getting four hundred and fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're getting taxed, whatever. I don't care. So that 15 now looks like, let's call it 10 just for stupid numbers. I'll give you a 33% tax fucking break. Sure. So you have 10. Okay. Now I personally believe that that 10 needs to come off of how much you're getting in rent, but it could be a percentage. It doesn't have to be the full thing, right? You need to benefit from it. Mm -hmm. And let's say you benefit 33%. So another $5. Okay. So instead of getting a thousand dollars that month, you need to officially get nine 95. Okay. You need to, and sure. Everybody's going to say most people won't continue to work, but they will, right? They'll work that 45 do- uh, hours. They'll do that. And there's there's no reason that the system can't literally just go, hey, this is the social, this is the pay, this is what it is. Fuck it. It's going to pay out this amount because now we're eating $5. And if you do $5 times the amount of people that are on here, we've saved so much goddamn money and it forces people to get used to a better lifestyle. I, I hate the thought because this is where it always goes. Sure. People are lazy. They just won't work. But in the, how many people have you met in there in your life that are like fuck it i'm just not gonna work i'm just gonna sit here a bunch but but you're landlord too not not my landlord okay so not my landlord people yeah it's the people that are literally literally living in their parents basement and they're how many people do you i don't know anybody that lives in their parents basement you also have, to, also have to realize that i'm 10 years younger than you are yes so now so how many do you know say currently at this moment Uh, if I had to be honest, like I probably know two people that are just, hey, I'm not going to go above and beyond. Like they have a little job type thing, or they'll they'll work for a ship to say that they're working. It's not that ship's not a thing, but like when I say that they're working, they're working like I worked 10, one, 15 I, hours a week, right? You know, kind of a thing. Okay. Like I worked one maybe two days this week, and there are people that do that. And yes, they, that's, but like, but they're living at home, and so I know about two. But like, okay, if you go back. 10 years ago so i would have been 24 okay honestly a shit ton so i'm going to tell you right now like this is something that may shock you yeah from the age of 
I'm going to say 19 and a half to 22. I didn't do dick. Were you in college? Was this in your Chicago? No, I sat in the basement. And see, like, I could see that. I did. I Because I was not motivated to do anything. At that point, I had stopped going to school because I didn't want to pay for it. And I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. So I worked jobs here and there. Yep. But I didn't particularly like any of them. And then at one point, I'm like, I'll just sit here. I'll wake up in the morning, do whatever I want to do, play a video game or two, watch some TV, go back to sleep. And dude, like, but you also felt the the problem with that, right? Like, you you ended up in bankruptcy, right? Like, you, yeah, but that had nothing to do with it. Like, your work ethic didn't play a factor in that. But like, you could have built yourself. That up was so much way bigger. later. But you could have built yourself up so much more, right? Like, I, oh, I absolutely could have. What I could have, right? But I I was perfectly happy to just wake up and do nothing. But you you could. In, okay, let's be honest with everybody right now. Yeah, and and I tell people this all the time because, okay, looking, I know I know more about your life, and these people know about your life. Your mom is okay. Yeah, not fucking rich. She's okay. Yeah, she's fine. If you and Dawn got divorced right now, yeah, you would never have to work a day in your life. Yes, I would. Why? Because she has one hundred eighty thousand dollars. Your mom? Yeah, sure. But you can. Her house is paid for. It is. Okay, she will feed you. I mean, technically, yeah, but... You're not going to have a fucking gorgeous life, but you have video game life. You have internet. I mean, yeah, I guess if I wanted you're to live... Not, you're not If I wanted to live in, in the lower level of the house and, and literally... If I wanted 2,300 square feet all by myself doing whatever... No, I'm, I'm saying if I wanted to do that and literally not buy anything ever, sure. But now the whole thing is it comes to life. You want bigger and better things. But of course I do. You've known me for a long time. Do I work hard? Yes. But like the fact is, is like you could, in theory, not have to. Yeah, but would would your life be better? No, but like, but when you look at this, I I think in theory, I could do the same, right? This doesn't come down to a generational thing. It comes down to where you're at at a certain age. So when you're in your late teens, early 20s, when you live the lifestyle that you live, most people made the decision, I don't want to fucking be poor forever. Not most people, but uh, let's say half. Sure. Made the decision, I don't want to be poor forever. I'm going to work my ass off. Whether that meant they went and worked in a factory for $13, $14 an hour, or whether that meant they went and became a mechanic, or whether that meant they bought they, their first rental. See, and I disagree. With what? The, your time frame. Okay. You said you said between 18 to 20. No, I said like 18 to early 20s. So early 23, 24. So like that's when I th- I don't think people said I don't want to be poor because they didn't feel the poorness until after college. No, I'm talking people that were in your social circle. M- most, I mean, we all, I went to college, right? You did, and, but you grew up poor. Oh, um, I mean, all my poor, I don't know. Your poor friends, what did they do? Went to college and did stupid shit and still doing stupid shit, right? Like, okay, so like I, I didn't grow up poor. I did not know what poor was. Right. And, you know, so Janet, who's, you know, my best female friend, yep. she said to me at one point, because we were talking, and she goes, well, what are you doing with your degree? You got it. You're not doing shit with it. No, you're right. I'm not. But I'm from that generation. I'm Generation X. Yeah. And when you got done with high school, you went to college and you finished your degree. Well, that's- and from age 20 when I stopped going until age 44 when I finished those 24 years all I did every time fall hit was fuck I should be back in school 
And then in 2016, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going back to school. And work paid for most of it. Great. And I have the degree. And what do I want to do with it? Not a guy. I don't give a shit about it. I just wanted to have the fucking degree. It's hanging on my wall in my house because I wanted the piece of paper. Let's see. And then that's right. Like, it's not fine, right? Because to me, you should be going to do bigger and better things. But again, I can get that. I can get a job in that field. But it's not going to pay you. I'm going to make 18, 19 bucks an hour out out of the gate. I make twice, not quite twice that right now. Well, and and that's the hard thing is, is again, um, we go back to, you know, hey, I don't want to be poor anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so my friends, right? Like, I don't know, they, they all, they all, I mean, I, dude, I'm not. Let's say we talk about, it, I'm the anomaly, right? Like. Mm-hmm. We you look, really are. We look at my vehicle, and I'm still driving a 2010. Like my wife drives an 05. You drove that purple car when you coached with me in 2015. Right, I have. I've had it, which for, was seven years ago. Oh God, I've had it for longer than that. I've had it for well, yeah. at least nine years now. Something like that. Like it's well, crazy. again, I bought my vehicle in 16 when Don had her stroke. Yeah, and what it's 22. It it's 22. Yeah, and my car was a 2013 yeah. car when I bought it. See, in 2010, I I mean, I, I bought it at least five years old. So it's weird. 2014, I coached with you. 2015. 15. So I had to have bought it before that even. You did buy it before um, that because yeah, you had it when you coached with me. So, and but I didn't, maybe I bought a newer car and I didn't realize it because I got such a good deal. I mean, again, my car, brand new, $23,000, Yeah. I picked it up for seven with 33,000 miles on it, right? So uh, it was the most I've ever spent on a car. It's also lasted me long. And I've done an alternator now brakes tires and like like knock on wood is the greatest car that's ever walked humankind and people make fun but like right my wife but drives, again that's the first car you bought first i mean no i bought first car you first, bought first, re- first real car anything over two grand right well it wasn't a beater that you bought off somebody on craigslist or whatever there was back yeah. there yeah so like and my wife still drives this like she drives yeah. a five pilot like which is supposed to last forever granted she's gone through like three pilots now but like we we bought her a pacifica mm-hmm. back in the day you know for some reason my wife wants to stir bro we have one fucking kid and nothing else but like you yeah. know what at the time and so I, I paid you know seven eight grand for her first pacifica and then i sold it to my in-laws for what i owed on it like bought her something else um because i got you know pacificas went down in price like quickly so i bought her another one um but all i'm saying is yeah i mean i've I've had several different cars really expensive cars i i have had several different cars the one sitting next to yours yeah is the first one i ever bought for me yeah i see and really expensive it was it was expensive. I spent about eighteen thousand on it. Yeah, say so, right, like, and but it was me, three years old. Me, that's fucked up. Eighteen thousand miles. Right. So I mean, it was a hell of a good deal. And and well, especially nowadays market. Yeah, right? my like, my payments were under three hundred a month. And and I didn't take out seventy two month loans like some people. And so your your daughter drives a new car. Your wife mm-hmm. drives a new car. I drive the oldest car. I drive a thirteen. Caitlin has a fifteen. Don has a sixteen. That's well, weird because Caitlin, I remember hers was like brand new when she bought it. Like it was brand new. Yeah. So, so wow. Okay. I mean, but, I, I it might have had six seven thousand miles. Oh really? But basically, it was brand new. Um. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So Nick's answering a text right now, which is cool. Um, So when we're talking uh, inflation, recession, inflation's getting better. Recession, yeah, but I Nick thinks it's going to last a couple years. I think it's going to last, you know, six eight months. 
Um, and again, I preface that with a lot will depend on the election because if it goes the other way and, and the Democrats lose the House and the Senate, I think we're in for a really long, painful couple of years. We're in for a long, painful couple of years, no matter what happens. See, and I don't think uh, we are. I think my daughter might be sick. Why? Um, headache, sore throat, and fever. Uh oh. Uh oh. We have two weeks until we leave. She better get this fucking. She stuff better done. get better. Um. So, my sorry, my wife texted me. She's like, "I don't think your daughter can go to school." And I'm like, "What?" But uh, I think you should take tomorrow off. I I have a couple small things I have to do. Okay. And I've been kind of taking time off. Okay. I've been kind of taking time off. You should. Um. You have times for them. Um, so while Nick figures out his personal life here, um, we're going to go back to, uh, you know, Nick, I think this is going to be a shorter episode than the last couple because we're only at an hour and a half right now. Not that we're hanging up yet, but right. I mean, well, we were almost three hours last week. Yeah. Say, you know, and, and so I don't think that things are going to rebound. I don't think we're going to see a price drop in the things like, Okay, we'll see things coming down. And the problem with, I don't know, um, and we'll go back to, there, there's so many there's so many variables in my life mm-hmm. and what could happen. But, um, right, I mean, with, with interest rates so high, I've already seen the price of, of things go down because you can't finance big, big deals. Okay, so now it takes the, and, the, and okay, so now this is, and it sounds really fucked up to me, but... This is where the rich people get richer. Yeah. And people don't realize it. Um, because I've built a relationship with the bank and let's say, okay, what I what you and I can get for seven percent. Now, if you if you're really, really, really well off and you have millions sitting there, you know what? We'll do that three percent loan for you. So guess what? They're oh fuck, I can still get three, four percent loans. They're getting fifty cents like to what we can spend. They're just gonna go do it. Interest only type things, right? So one of the movies I absolutely love from the eighties, Brewster's Millions. You ever see Brewster's Millions? I feel like I have. Um, sorry, give me a quick snippet of it. So Brewster's Millions had Richard Pryor and John Candy. Yep, yep. And yep. Richard, Hilarious. they were they were minor league baseball players. Yes. And Brewster's grandfather, great grandfather, died. Hume Crone, mm-hmm. and left him two options. He could either take a million dollar wimp clause and just walk away, or he could spend thirty million dollars in thirty days and have no assets to show after those thirty days to get three hundred million. Yep. So, I mind you, it, it was redone many, many times, but I like the. Uh, can you beat Richard Pryor version? Can you beat Richard Pryor, John Candy? You really can't. I mean, John Candy's way underrated. He's one of the best. I didn't know he was underrated, to be honest, because I've always, I think he I've is. always rated him so fucking high. I, I think he's really underrated because people don't remember every great thing he was in. So, again, we talk about the Kenosha Kickers. Polka, 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 baby. Like, um, he was great in Stripes. Yes. People forget that he was in Stripes. But, I mean, he had bit roles in a lot of movies that because he was doing it with his friends. Yep. I just think he's one of the best. And Oh, God, like... Because back when I was a kid, like, sure, he was getting to wherever. But, like, honestly, it was Chris Farley and John Candy. I absolutely, I watched every single movie both of those were in. Yeah. So, you know, Dawn and I were talking about it the other day. And and she goes, you know what I want? And I'm like, what? She goes, I I want Brewster's Millions. I want to, you know. 
spend 30 million in 30 days to get 300. I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds great. But at the same time, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. And when you have an asset and you can't give it all, you can't. So there were stipulations like you can gamble 10%. So if you watch it's a great movie, everybody go watch it. But like one of the things was he could gamble 10%. So he put like money on the Notre Dame, somebody lacrosse match and the school that he picked got their ass absolutely handed to them. No, the school he picked against got their ass handed to them. They were the underdog, so it paid him a shit ton of money. He put like ten grand on every underdog at Aqueduct, and every one of them hit. So he won a shit ton of money. Nobody would give him any more bets, but he went from like thirty million to twenty million, back up to thirty. Yeah, and he was just freaking out every time he did it because yep. you know it's it it really is hard to spend money without having an asset. Yep, and people thought he was an asshole because he just kept spending money like. He was made of it. Nope, because he was. Well, he was, and he needed to get rid of it just to have it. You know, and you look at those type of things, and yeah, obviously it's it's a movie, so it's it's based in no real reality. But you know, when when you break down what you're looking for, Brewster, his big deal was he wanted to pitch against the Yankees. That's all he wanted, because according to him, he could get any team out for three innings. Didn't matter the team. So he took that money, and, and he set up an exhibition match for the um, Hackensack Bulls mm-hmm. against the New York Yankees. And he pitched the three innings, and he ended up you know, pitching really well for about two and a third, and then they got to him. And when you look at it, at the end of the day, if you could do anything you want to do, you're going to pick something that you really enjoy. He loved baseball. He wanted to go play baseball. Yeah. Like if I could do anything, I I wouldn't work where I work. Right. I don't hate my job. I don't really enjoy my job. I like the people I work with. My boss is a really good lady, but I, you know, I would, talk sports or i talk money with you or you know i I would probably do this type of shit and just talk about all the things i like costuming sports star wars shit like that on the boat one of the cruising days at like 3 15 there's a star wars trivia i said to dawn i'm like i'm totally fucking there i'm the only one that's gonna know anything but i'm totally fucking there she goes yeah, it's probably just going to be the four of us. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Nick doesn't have to come. He can go gamble or go to the arcade. Whatever the fuck he wants to do, I don't give a shit. I'm going to Star Wars trivia. Because, again, those are things I like. Yeah. And when you can find something you're passionate about, that's what you want to fucking do. That's exactly it. I mean, right? Like, you know, given the opportunity, I don't know. I mean, I, I every time, you know what the hardest part is coming here is? Hmm. The, the building not too far from here is for rent. Yeah, um, it is right down the road. Yeah, and that, the for rent signs are gone, so I'm not sure if somebody maybe got, maybe they did. But right, like I just want to do woodworking. I just yeah. want to fucking build an entire woodworking shop there. So again, things that you enjoy. That's why when we talked about Sam, I'm like, hey, I need to know what she needs, because I honestly think if I could pay her what she needs, she'd just stay here. Yep. And it's not that she doesn't want to be a vet. You can help animals in other ways. But at the end of the day, you want to do something that you really enjoy doing. And really, I mean, that's that's what we're all looking for is, is just something we enjoy doing and doing it over and over again. Um, 
I like my job and people have asked me before, cause you know, Dawn and I will fight from time to time about break room therapy. And they'll say to me, maybe you just shouldn't go in. Cause that way, if you're not there, you guys won't fight about it and you should not care and all this shit. And at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I really like being at the business. It's, you know, helpful to other people. It's helpful to my mental health it's something that at the end of the day i just i kind of want to go do that too so i keep coming in here and you know even though at times we don't get along very well when i'm coming in here but you know those things happen you gotta you gotta find that happy medium and and the stuff you like so Nick has, has stepped out to uh, go take care of things that I took care of a few minutes ago. And when he comes back, I think we're going to start to wrap up the show here. Um, I'm going to highlight some things we have coming up. So next week, we're going to talk to a food truck owner. I'd, I'd mentioned that before. Um, the week after that, we will not be live. We will be on a boat in the Atlantic, um, drinking and having a good time. The week after that, we will be doing an, our election special that we do every two years now with uh, James Lowry and David Seawick and maybe some other guests. Who knows? Um, I have reached out to some actual political people. We'll see if they have any interest in coming on. You know, it's, it's, we are definitely not for everyone. Are we Nick? No, I mean, you know, say I'd love to have debate 2000 us. Me too. So, but it, you know, some people just, we're not their cup of tea and that's okay. Right. And, you know, I say people don't want to be associated with the cursing. They don't want to be associated with, you know. Drinking. Drinking and bums. And I get it. And that's fine. I, I think at the end of the day that the people that like us, like us because we are relatable. Yeah. We're a couple of guys you can go have a beer with because we like beer. That's a fact. And we'll give you some knowledge because we have that. Sometimes. And people, when I go to talk to somebody, I want I want either to share what I have or I want to gain what they have. And we're really good at both of those things. I made phone calls today. Yeah. We shared the story of my, my uh, court stuff. I Mm -hmm. I called my mentor and I was like, Hey, just let you know how the government's really fucked. This is what's happening. He's just like, God. And I was like, I know you miss it. And he's like a little bit like not, you know, I was like, trust me because it's stressful, but like Mm -hmm. also it's fun. right? (laughs) Like you get to present stuff. Right. Yeah. So, but um i think we're gonna do a little tiktok i think we're gonna go on tiktok live here in uh, about five minutes probably we'll clean up some of the shit we have and yeah i'll probably go take another little quick bathroom break so everybody um you know as always like subscribe share tell your friends tell your family uh we really appreciate all the uh we really do the interaction um don't forget we have a patreon we uh, do have a patreon and a discord i think it's what three bucks a month uh i think it's three bucks a month you'll get listed in the show notes yep we'll give you a shout out on the air like we like to do like we do with uh mlvc mlvc which makes our great uh theme song yep i just fixed slide base bobby's computer last week well there you go so he's back up and running dj weeds doing uh, right. mc weed oh, mc MC, MC, MC. um Master so yeah we'll give you a uh a nice shout out every week on the air yep. um so i i think the patreon's a, a really cheap option if you want to you know hear us talk about how great you are Let's see. if you want some swag please reach out to us we have some stuff we can we're more than happy to send to you um 
next week we'll be live on Wednesday talking food trucks. Next giving me that weird look like, do I have that in my calendar? Of course I have it in my calendar. How would I not have it in my calendar? I mean, um, it's always in my calendar. So we're going to have at least three food truck people on in the next several weeks. Yeah. So that'll be good. Um, and since, you know, next week's our last live episode for a bit, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you then. And then we'll be on the boat. I think I just misspoke a minute ago and said, this was the last one, but it, we are next week live We are next week. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we're going to be live for us. That's for sure. We'll boat. be live for us, but hopefully not for anyone get, else. Hopefully we get a bunch of drunk people on the boat and they come talk with us. <laughs> you know, we're going to. I'm just gonna put my arm around people and be like, "Hey, you want to talk about money? Let's talk. We're gonna talk to the waiters and waitresses too that bring us drinks. And Emerson's gonna talk in Spanish because pesos because she can pesos and cervezas. Very good. So again, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week. Um, if you have anything specific you want to talk about, please shoot us a message. Yep. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can email us at Bucks and Brews LLC at gmail dot com. You can find us on TikTok in a few minutes at Sick Dogs, S-I-C-K-D-A-W-G-S, because that's my TikTok. We're going to have to get a Bucks and Brews one. We are going to have to get a Bucks and Brews one, but we got to get a bunch of people to subscribe to that. So we dialed into Bucks and Brews. You might hear something you can use. That's a fact. Yeah, you might. So thanks again for joining us, everybody. We'll catch you next week. dialed in to box and brews you might hear something you can use like tips on your cash or tips on the suds you're gonna want to use the smarts of these stuff because they know the brews and they know the box and they know they can't help the stubborn fucks so listen up because shit's not funny and save yourself some beer money bucks and brews bucks and brews and brews bucks and brews